0: Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro-movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Imperfect Momming, and uh, if you're normally watching live in the Facebook, um, you're noticing that this is not live in the Facebook at the moment, Um, and we're having some Facebook Live uh, technical difficulties at the moment, so um, when we are back, um, you'll know, but for now, uh, we will be still having our support on Tuesdays at 9 a.m., and we'll have our lesson pre-recorded if that's what the universe
1: requires yes we will be flexible and <laughs> and roll with what happens <clears throat> excuse me hi everybody so
0: we promised that we were going to talk about person versus performance um this week in this uh recording so um we started our five-week course on uh thursday this week and, um, we had a really interesting conversation that revolved around, uh, person
1: versus performance. So what was really fascinating was, you know, we want to be very intentional about our parenting, right. And we want to, we're not always going to get it right or perfect. And I'm not even sure at this point in my life, if I even believe there is necessarily a right way to do it. It for me it's really what's aligned for us what what feels aligned for us but understanding where we're coming from is critical to know what we're in alignment with what we want understanding our values and so one of the things that we explored with the um <clears throat> the moms that were in our group this week was what was it like in our childhoods uh from the perspective of something that we were told we did well or that was good in our lives and how that impacted us and it was actually fascinating right like Mm -hmm. to to hear what what everybody had to say um
0: yeah for i i we all we all did it because when we're in our course we're um you know we don't ask anyone to do anything that we're not willing to do ourselves and so um i know that one thing that i was really praised for was the things that i did and so in order to feel like i'm doing good i had to con- to do things so that's you know i'm somebody that doesn't ever just sit in silence i am always doing something um and and it's connected to, if I'm not doing, then I'm not good. And we all want to be a
1: good person. And so we spoke about, and, and just using Alicia's example, um, so as not to, you know, because uh, really it's the same for all of us. And And so, but using Alicia's example, when I say it's the same for all of us, the details are different, but the impact is the same in terms of what ends up happening is we get that external response and then we end up truly internalizing it. So our performance becomes something that is commented on, or in this case, what Alicia is talking about, it becomes valued. Alicia then internalized that doing is the way that she needs to be in order to be valued. She started to have that belief herself to the point, and if it's okay that I share this, that she became uncomfortable with doing things like meditation or journaling. It's okay that I shared that, right? Because it's are all, but I know, okay. <laughs> um, and so and and so what's the downside of that? Like, so what's the big deal, right? Like, so what? So she internalized that and now it's all about doing and she didn't and part of I don't want to speak for you. so so, what did you lose, or what do you feel like you lost by not then learning that practice, and what have you gained by this insight that you now are starting to do more meditation and more journaling? for example?
0: um well, i i it was very uncomfortable to be you know, alone with my thoughts. And we had this discussion the other day because we have, you know, 80,000 thoughts in a day. And whether we're alone or not, there's the thoughts are happening. But what I was doing was um, making it so that I was not aware of any of my thoughts because I was afraid of them because, you know, it just was, it was uncomfortable. And when I recognized that and and de- did some healing around it now i'm i'm able to meditate and i'm able to journal and i get insights into myself and i can understand myself better um and i i think that ultimately it number one it makes me a better parent but also now my son sees me journaling and he sees me taking time for myself and he sees me taking care of myself um and not needing to perform in order to be good. Um, so I become that example that I want him to to find valuable.
1: Right. I love that, Alicia. And so basically also what you're saying, um, we, well, I shouldn't say what you're saying. What I've heard and my understanding is based on what you're saying as well as what you and I have discussed is then our thoughts, you know, it's like you didn't want to be aware of, like you were afraid to look at them. So then what ends up happening is our thoughts run us. Mm. Like we aren't in control of how we then want to run our lives or how we're thinking. But when we are able to separate them and separate ourselves from Just that programming, because our thoughts oftentimes are just that programming that got programmed at such an early age. And when we become aware of and truly start to understand that programming, we then get back into the driver's seat and we can then make decisions about, well, do we want to go through the rest of our lives just doing, 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 doing? Or do we want to become human beings and not just human doings? And what does that mean? And in terms of, you know, just some of the other things that come came out of even just the um, the discussion that we were having with our moms, like other things that come up from this. So, you know, we sometimes will get into that that perfection perfectionistic loop of wanting to be a perfectionist, or we feel like we always need to be performing or having our masks on, or um, you know, I mean, just on and on in ways that we what even things that we do to escape from what it is that we've internalized or procrastinated because we're afraid of doing, because if we don't get it perfect, cause that's what we were valued for. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's really deep. It's really profound and it's really something to start to become aware of. Like, what are we valued for? Are we valued for our performance or just who we are as people? And then how is it we then are going to bring that forward into the next generation. How do we then intentionally raise our kids in a way uh, to pass along the messages and the values that we want to pass along? Absolutely. So next week we're going to talk about staying in the
0: present. Um, and um and I, I believe that this is really connected to that as you know, journaling and meditating and is being in the present, but, Also, you know, recognizing when something that is happening in this moment is actually we're reacting to it because of what's happened in previous moments of our life. And so staying in the present can really um, help us be better parents.
1: So I just want to say for those of you that are watching uh, or and those of you that for those of you that aren't watching as we're sitting here, we're sitting in front of a window and the world is turning. Literally, as we're sitting here, and the, and as the world is turning, the the sun is—we're <laughs> not moving, right? But the 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 way that our faces are lighting up, and it's almost like metaphorically, like physically, the light is coming in, but metaphorically, the life is come, the light is coming in as well on this subject, on ourselves, and that is truly what it is. Wow, this light is getting really bright, but it's shining. <laughs> those of you that can see you see what I'm talking about for those of you that can't maybe you want to go watch the video to see what I'm talking about but it's <laughs> it's 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 like taking a flashlight on ourselves when we do this and and really you know and really lighting up what's there so anyway I just think it's really funny that we're having this physical um the world as you were saying about what the you un- how the universe wants us to to be teaching these lessons maybe that's why we were having the technical glitches so that we could actually have the physical (laughs) support what we're saying Whoa! i'm so bright you can barely see me now
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so we'll have another episode for you all coming next week and until we meet again keep healing keep healing bye guys thank you for tuning in to imperfect mommy It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalions.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A l-y-o-n-s dot com see you next time